This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Oh. <laughs> Hi, this is Bill Kasky back at the Advanced Selling Podcast. Brian? Hello. Hey, hey wait a minute. Say that again. Hello. You obviously know by now Brian Neal is not here. In his place, none other than, you can go ahead now and say your real name. Brooke Green. We are so happy to have Brooke. I am so happy to have Brooke here on the Advanced Selling Podcast. You've been on before, but never as a co-host. I haven't. I feel like I've, I've made some progress, potentially. <laughs> well, wait till the end and you'll feel like, I'm sorry I did this. <laughs> So it's going to be the end of my career. That's right. It might be. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you and also happy to have our listeners here. Uh, we come at you every week. We release on Monday morning. We've been a little bit uh, lax lately. We've been coming out on Monday afternoon, but we're going to start getting back to a 6 a.m. release date on Monday so that you can at least listen to the podcast as you work out first thing Monday morning and do your lifting of weights. Right, Brooke? Correct. Mm-hmm. Or your lifting of, you know, a toaster strudel, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Brian is not here this week, obviously. He is uh, on spring break, and I'm heading there next week, as is Brooke. So uh, we've got all these scheduling conflicts. But I wanted to have Brooke on today because I, I think the topic really, number one, she's really good at it. For those of you that don't know Brooke, she hosts Whiteboard Wednesday, which is our uh, web TV program for salespeople and sales manager that comes out once a month. You can go to caskey1one.com and look up Whiteboard Wednesday, and uh, it'll take you to uh, all the different, the last episodes. And you're good at that, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know that, but you I are good at it. I have fun doing that. Thank you. It's very good. If, you have, if you're a sales manager and have meetings occasionally, we recommend that you uh, use that for sales meetings. And you know, it's a little five to seven, ten-minute thing, and uh, it provides always a really good discussion on certain topics that are relevant for salespeople. Today we're going to be talking about a guest that I interviewed recently. Her name is Jill Conrath, and she's written several books. Her first book was Selling to Big Companies. That was her uh, first book and probably most successful one. She does a lot of public speaking and coaching and things like that. And I had her on and we talked a little bit. So what I'm going to do, Brooke, is I'm going to play the first one of the questions that I asked her and then uh, actually there's two questions here. Then I want uh, you and I to come back and uh, not necessarily critique it, but just offer our own comments on it. So this is an interview that I had with Jill Conrath here a few days ago. A very special guest today, someone who I've uh, known for a long time, Jill Conrath. Welcome, Jill. Well, thanks for having me, Bill. It's good to be here. Jill is, uh, you can find Jill at jillconrath, K-O-N-R-A-T-H.com. And she's also got uh, some things on her website that we want to make sure we announce a little bit later in the podcast. But, uh, Jill, tell me a little bit about uh, what you're seeing successful sales teams do, what they're good at. Uh, Just give me your perspective on what makes people and teams successful today. That's a good question because we're really dealing with a very changing business environment. Uh, we're dealing with customers who are so much more educated than they were in the past and also um, people who have a significantly lower tolerance level to being sold. They don't need to meet with a salesperson for any reason because the, everything's available online. And so they're really very discriminating against how they're using their time. Um, the economy in the last couple of years has made that even worse because uh, companies are understaffed for the sheer amount of work that has to get done in the time frame. So what am I seeing that's working? I'm, I'm seeing um, a need for salespeople to be uh, perceived as invaluable resources to their customers. And companies that invest in developing their salespeople as uh, somebody who can contribute value 
are succeeding much more than those who think their salespeople's job is simply to communicate the value of their product and service. And by that, I mean that they're actually training their salespeople on, you know, what are customers, you know, what's going on in the industries that they're calling on or what are the decision makers that they're calling on struggling with on a daily basis? What are their primary strategic initiatives? What are they really trying to achieve? What are, what do they currently have in place as their status quo? And how will making a change be uh, better for them? So I see the better sales forces are investing time, bringing their salespeople up to speed to make them worth meeting with and to have them smart enough to bring ideas to the customers that can be of value to the to them. So now we're back live at the podcast. Uh, Brooke, what did you think about that answer? And uh, and give me your comments on it. I've got some thoughts. And uh, again, this is not meant to critique Jill. This is only meant to add uh, our perspective to it because she has one perspective. And I actually would agree with a lot of what she said. Tell me what you thought about that. Her response was about being invaluable, correct? Yes. The question about being yeah. invaluable. So about making your people invaluable resources, I agree completely with what she has to say. Probably where I differ with her is I still feel like there's a lot of this mentality that the salespeople need to wait for someone to give them that information or they need to work for organizations that feed them this information. You know what? In a perfect world, God, that would be awesome. You know, if I could just sit there and soak up what everybody else brought to me, like Feed me. King Tut, you know, <laughs> you know the Venus flytrap. <laughs> But I think realistically, especially in this economy, people are having to do more with less. And so you might not even have a marketing department or you've got one poor person that's trying to set up trade shows and do you know all kinds of things. So I think you need to figure out as a salesperson how to go out and find that information, how to educate yourselves. You know, sales isn't for the enthusiastic guy that can take everybody to lunch. Sales is a grown-up profession yeah. now. And you need to be a grown-up and Put your big girl pants on and go figure out what you need to do, what you need to know to make yourself stand out. And, Bill, you and I have had this conversation before. Prospects want instant value. So there's no, you know, circling the jet. You have to land the plane quickly and bring some value almost instantly or you're disregarded. Yeah. I, I, also, I agree with that. I also liked what she said about the whole idea of having strategic conversations I think the challenge is if, and you said it, if you if you don't work on yourself and what you really believe your value to be, then you'll be out there having strategic conversations with people that, that really won't have much depth to them. Mm-hmm. And what I think is a, a good precursor to this is is really an assessment of what value do you bring to a potential client? And not just, uh, let's, let's just say you sell accounting services and you would bring a value in terms of maybe your taxes get done on time, maybe you can help people with deductions that they didn't know they could get and those kinds of things. But at a much higher, more strategic level, if you're going to be advising a business client, you're going to be selling advisory services, then really what you do helps him or her know his or her business better, grow the business quicker. There's all sorts of deeper levels of value that you bring. And I think a lot of times we tell salespeople, hey, go out and talk strategic stuff. Well, but if I don't really believe that my my product really brings strategic value, I'm not going to have those conversations. Or if I am, they're going to be fake. Mm-hmm. I think it goes right in line with what we teach about everything. You know, we get asked a lot, just tell me what to say. You know, even if it's how do I start a meeting or how do I make that first phone call, just tell me what to say. And to your point, I mean, we could give people articles and you know, this is how you have a strategic conversation and this is how you do that. But what happens if the other side of the conversation goes differently? <laughs> you have to have your head wrapped around it. 
regardless. It's really more about your inner game than all of the facts and figures. Because even if you don't know, if your inner game's in the right place, there will actually be value in the conversation for you to say, do you know what, that's a great point. I, I don't know that much yeah. about that yet, but I've, I'm going to go read up on it because I find that really interesting. If your head's not in the right place, you're certainly not going to say that. In fact, you might him and haw and you make will, something yeah. up. And So I think it's like with everything. People can give you information and tell you to go use it, or you can ingest it, digest it, and then learn how to <laughs> regurgitate it back Ooh. out so that it makes sense to you and ultimately makes sense to your prospect. Let's go to the second question that I asked Jill, and let's listen and uh, come back and do the same thing. Okay. I, I know you and I have talked about this before, but you, uh, as you were talking, I was thinking back to a, a prior conversation a few years ago. We talked about uh, you know, the, the whole idea of what is the conversation that a salesperson today has with the prospect to me is very different. It used to be the conversation really dealt around the product or the benefits or the features or the, the capacity of the product, the technical loads, all that stuff. And, and what you're saying, and, and I totally agree with, is it's got, that conversation has to change to be more about the customer and their strategic initiatives. And, and changing the conversation in many ways will change the outcome. Changing the conversation is critical, and it fundamentally changes the outcome. And most sales organizations aren't giving their salespeople the depth of understanding they need and the, the, you know, the, to be the valuable person and contributor to the conversation, to ask the insightful questions, to yeah. know what problems and issues and challenges the client is facing. Most salespeople are woefully unprepared for that, except those in successful organizations. Brooke, what do you think about that? I, th- I think what she has to say is very interesting. Just to reiterate what we were saying earlier, I think, you know, it's great if you have an organization that's continuously educating and you've got a marketing department that researches for you and feeds you information, even if that's the case or you have to go out and get it yourself, I think it's just really important that there is no getting around that. You've got to stay on top of your client's industry on their market. The other thing that really bubbles to the top with this is you've got to make sure you're talking to the right people. These strategic conversations don't happen at lower levels or sometimes even middle management. So once again, sales is now a grown-up career. You've got to put your big girl, big boy pants on and make sure you are talking to the level of person that can have a strategic conversation with you, that can look at you as an invaluable resource. And that is going to be a mental shift as well as a behavioral shift for a lot of salespeople as well. Well, thanks, Brooke. I appreciate that. And commentary, very good on this. Uh, Jill, also, uh, we're, we're going to put the entire interview that I did with Jill online. Go to Kasky1, Kasky, com and search on Jill Conrath. And it's about a 17, 18-minute interview, and it's the, the, whole, uh, the whole thing is on there. And I think there's some things later in, in the interview that I think are very helpful as well. One thing she offers is a uh, prospecting toolkit that she has on her website at Jill Conrath, K-O-N-R-A-T-H dot com. And I think you'll find that very useful as well. Also, while you're at Caskey One, look at the infographic that we did on the evolution of a salesperson. Brian and I have talked about that off and on in the podcast, and uh, we decided to invest a little bit and do an entire infographic on sort of the anatomy and the history and anthropology of a salesperson. And it takes us from the 1800s to the 1900s to the 70s to the 2000s to what we think is the current requirement to be a great professional salesperson today. So I think you'll like that. We're going to be uh, talking about that in podcasts coming up. But go to kasky1.com, search on infographic, 
infographic and you'll see it there and you can use it in a sales meeting too it might be a good uh, assignment for your sales team to look at that and see see where they see themselves see where you see yourself right now uh, you can uh, contact us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com thanks for listening bye this has been the advanced selling podcast presented by Caskey achievement strategies indianapolis join us each time we record a new podcast by going to itunes 